This just in. Stupidity has taken over the world. Eh, not the normal kind of stupid. The advanced kind. The Kate Daly Show starts now. When the people are in these stands watching you, be they parents or students or kids, you're lifting them up. When people are out here saying, ah, oh, are they saying yay? Or they say all of the things that they say in response to the game, you're lifting them up with a sense of joy about being a part of a community. And we need that. Make it stop. Welcome, welcome back. <laughs> oh, Hormala. <laughs> She's an interesting one. Is she not? She's an interesting one for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I always get a sense of joy when I realize <laughs> I'm part of the collective. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hard to listen to her. Oh, it's just, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Her and uh, King Dingling, King Fraud a lot. Anyway, welcome back to the show. We have a lot to talk about. And um, we brought up veterans and that's a sticky subject because if you're not just all in and you even try to talk about what's deserved, what do you get? What should you get? What's constitutional? What's not? You get into sticky territory and we realize that. And you're a veteran. Yep. So it's a difficult conversation. And um, and it's easier, honestly, it would be easier for us, for low-hanging fruit, for us to just be like, veterans should have every single thing they desire because they were in the military. That is honestly the thing that you say for low-hanging fruit for radio talk show hosts. Okay? But if you really want to have a good conversation about it, you talk about what is the right thing what what should actually be occurring versus what's desired too i would think yeah see here's here's a statement mm -hmm. that i think illustrates this mm -hmm. because there's really no rationale for the second part of the statement and the statement is this disabled veterans have access to care directly related to their service connected disability However, the VA does not automatically provide health care mm -hmm. to all veterans. Well, if they didn't have a disability, who provides their health care? Yeah. They get the care needed for the disability created because they were in combat during mm -hmm. in the military. Mm -hmm. But that does not entitle them to lifetime health care benefits that no one else gets for free. Mm -hmm. Except a, for politicians. They're, well, yeah. They get there, life or a, money. But there's a disconnect there. Yeah. One has nothing mm -hmm. to do with the other. Well, the other part of that is, did you cho choose to do this? And I respect the choice, but did you choose to do this for the benefits you receive for the for the loan you might get for your home, like, you know, special loans or, or, spe or education for free and all the bennies right. that come with it. Did you choose it? Were you forced to go in? Is there, are there differences to that? I would imagine that there would be. And I would say that in a situation where the draft mm -hmm. was initiated again, yeah. it would be a different story. 
because the draft mm-hmm. is not voluntary. Right. That's a whole right. different subject. Right. So, you know, there are things that you do get, and there's a reason people choose it for the ben- for the benefits. I, I mean, I would love to think people only did it for love of country, but I think it's love of country and this is what I get out of it or get for my life too. And it's only normal. That's not a bad thing. It's a normal thing. Cause you want to know, okay, what can I, what can I have, you know, if I'm going to go do this job. And so I think there needs to be a little of, you know, more conversation about, about that in America, because there is a constitution. We live in a country that is supposed to be a constitutional Republic, even though we probably lost that around the civil war. To be honest, we probably lost that around the civil war time. I know that's hard for people to, you know, get, but I think that's what happened. And then in the future, from there on, the country that we've built um, and how it's gone downhill, we have a socialism mindset coming out in a lot of areas that we need to be mindful of, correct? Which leads me to one more point. Uh I know quite a few disabled veterans. Mm -hmm. This attitude that we deserve more than we're getting is not the common attitude. Most of them feel they get good care for their injuries and Mm -hmm. what happened to them in combat. They don't demand all the other stuff. I think they get stuff. care, but it, do you, whether it's good care is debatable. Well, it's whether we get good care, any of us is debatable. <laughs> yeah, because we've moved into Obamacare right. now. So and, we're all kind of at the behest of socialism, right. medi- medical socialism. No one gets as good a medical care as we did yeah. three decades ago. Yeah, that's the truth. So I think as far as low-hanging fruit goes, we need to be really mindful that that we we can incur a mindset where certain people will deserve or think we deserve certain things and and it's hard i think because it's hard to say to ourselves that is our thinking right or wrong because we live in america so we're supposed to have a certain mindset here and and even if you serve is that mindset still a individual I need to take care of myself mindset right that I think that's kind of what we're talking about yeah it is what are a, you owed versus what do you think you're owed it is a mindset mm-hmm. a veteran a disabled veteran said mm-hmm. well the VA could get me housing tomorrow but I have to be willing to give up my dogs well have you ever gone to rent an apartment and had to be willing to give up your dogs yeah no i I did yeah Yeah, in the past yeah they Mm -hmm. don't take pets i have to rent this place what else what other choice do i have so that's not just for veterans no it's for everyone because uh yeah i mean i think it's hard for us i really do it's a tough conversation to reel ourselves back in from what the last 100 years has kind of done to us if, really if we lived in a perfect world, we would yeah. be able to do everything for everyone. We don't live in that world. I don't want to live in that world. No. When you live in that world, you're basically thrown into old, old style Russia. Right. That's the truth. And a lot of people are afraid to have that conversation because they think they're going to lose veterans over it. If a veteran can't have that conversation, we have a problem. Yeah. I have veterans all throughout my family, Navy, pretty much. Yeah. Little Air Force, Little Army, mostly Navy. 
And they didn't... They even have a hard time, I think, with that conversation. They they didn't join the military service Mm -hmm. to fight for Soviet-style government. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So there has to be a, I made this choice, and there are going to be consequences, just as we make this choice to do this, and there's consequences. There's all kinds of consequences to everything everybody does. If I start expecting outcomes from this demanding outcomes, then I'm in trouble, right? So we have a lot of demand for outcomes. I want to see people treated nicely. I want to see people that are, um, that get good care. We all want to see that, but I want good care too. So do you, of course, everybody wants the good care. And, and I just, I don't want to be a low hanging fruit cater to the low hanging fruit style radio either because too many people will just end the conversation at veterans should get every single thing their heart desires because they're a veteran but if you look at the constitution if you are looking at america as a country that's not the case no that is not the case you make a choice you have the freedom to choose to go in there are consequences and you do get bennies for going in yeah that's a tough one Tough conversation to have. It really is because it's a no-win conversation. I know, I know it. But I think the check yourself kind of mode that we're we're supposed to have all the time, as far as how we feel about what government's supposed to do and what they're not, that conversation needs to be had more in America with our youth. It's kind of like yesterday when we were pointing out that those young podcasters wanted our tax money stolen from us to end homelessness and desired that over the giving the money to Ukraine where we're standing here saying the money should have never been taken in the first place. Right. For any reason. For any reason. But you see a lot of the socialistic mindset. Well, if the money's going to be taken, it should go to our veterans. But the money shouldn't be taken. And that's what you were initially fighting for when you went in the military, was that the money should not be taken. And and the argument changes from should the money be taken to where should we spend it. Yes. The the question is not where we should spend it. Who gets it? Who deserves it? Who needs it? And we are supposed to be individuals that go after your freedom to have what you want to have individually, not through tax money. Right. That's a very that's a very democrat mindset. That's a very socialist mindset. And we got to get out of that mindset, but it's very very hard to do. Yeah. And I get it. Very tough <laughs> very tough to do cuz I have to ask myself too sometimes, you know, am I am I sort of absorbing the marxism in America? Am I absorbing it in any way? Am I constantly looking for the hard, you know, hey, mm, we shouldn't be doing this conversation? That's really hard when it gets to the military. A lot of mixed views on that. Or police. Yeah. You get the same almost verbatim conversation with police. I know. They choose that profession. I know. They're not forced. Nobody's forced. Teachers, that's another one. It's, It's, you're choosing it and then the victim mentality of you're not getting enough, but you were fully aware of what you were going to get when you got in and then it changes. The conversation changes. That's what's tough. And, um, I think it's, it's, it's difficult. And I know that these professions are used a lot. They're used by politicians. They're used by their own administrations. The administrations hoard the money for the teachers, the police, the military, and you don't get a lot from it. That's a given. 
And I'm sorry about that. You're used all the time. Teachers are used. Police right. are used. By politicians. Yeah, and by their administration. Not the people. Nope, by the people at, at the top of their administrations. They use them. They say you're get, they're going to get the money. They never do. But then the only way to stop that is to stop going into those professions. Because then they would be bound by their own using of you to give to you actually what right. they promised. right. Everybody, but you know, I'm, I've never met a school board person that's legit or normal or not scandalous. I haven't met, I haven't met a lot of people that aren't on the take in the administrations. Right. The chiefs of police, very liberal now goes all the way down, all the way down the line. So, you know, you got, then, then you stop and you make them come up. Yep. Okay. Be right back. Castor oil's coming. Be right back. Keep going. There you go. This is the Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly Show at your service. Um, text Birch Gold 989898. Text my name Kate. Get the info and make some good choices about your money and where it's at and what it's backed by. Back it with gold doesn't cost you anything. Why not do it? It's easy. It's seamless. And guess what, folks? People are uh, emailing me from the show and saying that was the best experience ever. These guys are the real deal. And they really are. It's fast. You're going to get what you paid for. And also, if you're buying gold and silver, and uh, also they make it so seamless and easy. And then you have that knowledge that Okay, I'm okay. I'm backed by gold. I've got my my assets hanging out there, but it's backed up. You're going to feel a lot better. You're going to feel more prepared. Text Birch Gold 989898 and text my name Kate. That's that easy. Just do it right now on your phone while you're while you're doing it and it's uh it's easy to peruse that information and decide wh- whether you want to do that or not. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing worse than having your assets hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> you're, just, you're so Uncle Milty. <laughs> you're so Uncle Milty. Okay. Well, <laughs> on that note, um, I want to share with you something that I think is kind of interesting, but I'll take a caller first real quick. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, um, I really need an answer to this because they're talking about digital dollars and no more cash. Mm -hmm. There's no society on the planet Earth that has ever been able to conduct business. How about this uh, without cash? And how about this? The Mm -hmm. the aspect on our paper money says legal tender for all bills, private and Mm -hmm. uh, public and private, which means Mm -hmm. if I want to do a private transaction with you Uh and don't want Uncle Uncle. uh, Punko Sam to know everything that I'm doing. How can that be if everything's going to go through a major, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever looked up India 2000? Well, have you ever looked up India 2016 when they just made uh, so that uh, they wouldn't accept cash at all? And so people were literally running to the bank to try to get their to get something for their cash. Um, and mm-hmm. people were getting it from under the mattress and, um, and no stores were taking it and nobody would take it. You've read about 2016 India. 
Yes, yes. I heard that they flipped out. I, I don't think it's going to work if they take away cash. What about tipping? What about giving well, people, you know, a little they're saying that for donations? They're saying that you wouldn't be able to do that. Now, bartering, and if you have a system of, of people that you live around that would still honor cash, could happen. That could happen. But for the most part... somebody might want to print their own, such as yeah. uh, states and mm-hmm. or counties or mm-hmm. certain municipalities, print their own cash the way they possible. did it back in the late 18, early it's, 1800s? It's possible, except that they can still take that to a degree of never going to happen, never going to take it, walk into a store, and you can't buy food without having something digital. And... I don't like this. I, I don't know. Like I don't either. At all. It's got me bothered to the point where I'm angry every day just thinking about it. I know. I know. Okay. Uh, Uncle Milty's going to answer yeah. off the air. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for the call. Love it. He's not yep. the only I one know. that's bothered by this. I know. And this is the reason they are so desperately trying to take our firearms. Yeah. Because what they're doing mm-hmm. will not be tolerated. No. The people yeah. will yeah, yeah, not yeah. tolerate it. Yeah. We will. There will be a revolt of sorts to prevent but this. But this is their hill to die on. Sure this and climate change. So sure. they will try to reset everything. Um, they've done it before. They've reset history before. Oh, they're yeah. going to do it again, and they're going to do it through that medium. And if you can't buy food, or pay for your car, or pay for your mortgage. If you're not going completely digital, um, how are you going to live? I mean, I would love to know to think that we were all out of debt. I would love to think that you could barter your way for food or barter your way through life. It's going to be very, very difficult to do. And we're going to have to make hard, hard choices on what we're willing to sell out for and what we're willing to do with it. I, it- and it is difficult to live in a barter-only situation. Yeah, yeah. That's why currency was invented in the first place. Yes, and people go, well, you're backing currency, and currency is owned by all of these bad guys, too. No, I get it. This is about anonymity. Yeah. Anonymity. I live in a system that's cash, but at least it affords anonymity. I know it's owned by the bankers. I get sure, that. And by sure. the unscrupulous bankers that changed it into central banking. I understand. Yeah. But, but they can't anonymity. tell you you bought too much bread last week. Yeah, exactly. And they can't keep me from buying too much bread because I desire it next week. So yeah, there's going to be a problem. And yes, they can, ch- they can stop you from buying food if they think you've bought too much yep. and it's not good for the planet. Yes, that's coming. I know it's coming. There's not a single doubt in my mind. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. This is the Kate Daly Show. show hitting 25 million i just want you guys to know how much i love you <laughs> 25 million just in the last three years i don't know what the other 10 years were but hey 
That's pretty good. Um, all right. Uh, welcome back. And of course, uh, go to balanceofnature.com. Order that because I know that'll help you so much. Act- activatefiq.com and also mypillow.com. Go to mypillow.com and help Mike out and buy those products because they're amazing. You won't find anything near that quality in the store. Um, he's done a tremendous job in picking out products, but Fox removed him. And you know what? He deserves your business. He really does. He's tried to out uh, voter fraud. And when you do that, I mean, I found myself censored because of it. You know, you know what? It's a big, big deal and help them out. Okay. Yep. Um, we do have a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. This Hi is there. Mike. Hi there. Go right ahead. What's your question? Hey, I'll, I wanted to kind of add to the conversation about um, digital money and, okay. and the central bank digital currency. Sure, sure. You know, okay, so I listened to a recent um, interview with Whitney Webb, and mm-hmm. basically what she was saying is that most likely in the U.S., we're not going to have a direct from the Fed program. It's going to be administered through the major banks, the the, the, the too mm-hmm. big to fail, because if you think about it with digital currency and it being a ledger and things like that, that would do away with fractional reserve banking, which, you know, is their, their criminal way of, mm-hmm. of creating money out of thin air. Okay. So there's going to, I mean, it gets a little technical how they'll do it with tokenization and stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, I wanted to just add, okay, I think our goal, now this is a big one because no one alive can think of a time when we were not slave to the federal reserve means of currency, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, sure. we can think, we, me, you, Milty, most of your listeners can think of a time when we didn't have the internet mm-hmm, or mobile mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. which we are in a lot of ways enslaved to now, okay? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But also, think about what will this cashless, quote-unquote, system do for Vegas or any of the tribal casinos. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know I threw a lot of stuff out there. Well, they so, do have those you know, cards can... though. The cards, they, 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 instru- they, the cards have become instrumental. You go to a casino and you go and you get your money onto a card. And then that card gives you some bonuses and that card keeps track of your money. And then you go cash the card in. They've been, they've been, um, getting us used to dealing with cards rather than pulling a dollar out of your pocket and putting in the machine or a $5 bill or whatever the case may be. We have been accustomed to utilizing these cards. People now just have a debit card and they use it for every single thing. When they go to the store, when they go to a gas station, everything we're not, we have been, we have been definitely brainwashed into not using cash for convenience reasons, um, Uncle Milty? Well, yeah, but yet, by the same token, casinos have, have historically been a cash business, mm-hmm. and they're not going to be thrilled mm-hmm. about having all their income uh-huh. documented. Yeah, and um, it's definitely worth uh, fighting against or, or fighting for the, the cash system to prevail because of the anonymity factor, right? Like tipping, like the guy right. said, tipping and all these different things that we do. Um, you know, you pay mm-hmm. the neighbor boy for doing your lawn or whatever, all would be tracked. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. I know why they want to do it. I think they're going to do it. And um, I think they've admitted to it. And um, I think the banks are trying to say, yeah, we are doing this. But um, I don't know how much the people are actually fighting it. Because we're giving in on all the I little think, ways. Right. I think if we went back, you know, 
before 9-11, mm-hmm. and they were trying to implement the things that they were trying to do post 9-11, uh, we can clearly see, and we all, we've talked about this, there's mm-hmm. going to have to be a major, major, major cataclysmic event yeah. to where the people will um, at the very least accept it and at the very worst be like begging for it. Right. I think the way so, they would be begging for it is if the uh, robber bearing looters, you know, the, the, the looters mm-hmm. of the country were finally exposed to the degree that we realized how much looting took place. And we demanded on the blockchain to say we want transparency. The only problem with that is, is it's going to be at our it's going to be to to us as the, the biggest burden, because then what we will demand will actually work against us because then we won't have anonymity. But we'll demand it as an answer because we are so sickened by the exposure of the of the looters of this country. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You know, and I mean, we could continue this forever, but I, I mean, uh, you, you got to think, too, as what could start mm-hmm. substituting for currency, ammunition, cans of tuna, mm-hmm. whatever you want to mm-hmm. think, but also where is physical gold and silver going to be in that mix yeah, in that I right. mean, uh, will that be outlawed by the bankers and by the fed and you know because i don't, I don't think know, so but. because countries are going after gold and silver countries are buying up there they'd have mm-hmm. to be doing that for a reason so um uncle milton well, you know gold has been outlawed outlawed to the people before mm-hmm. that's not a new concept that's right 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 that's, that's true. right that's true all right stuff to think about thanks all right yep. you just now that's like 10 more shows yeah. <laughs> this week alone um but we could go there all right hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead as usual they'll need to create a crisis to ensure mm-hmm. that people will go along with this right either inflation or deflation deflation uh, is another way of taking away our, right. our money right but you know this is all created when people accepted the federal reserve in right. what, uh, 1915 mm-hmm. uh None of this is money. Cards are not money. Right. Digital is not money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Federal Reserve notes are not money. The promissory notes, we have to, uh, they can say they're legal tenor, it doesn't matter. It's not real money. Mm-hmm. We have to get back to real money. The Republicans can uh, sign with it uh, one day. Um, pass a bill to abolish the Federal Reserve. It, it has to be faded out. You can't uh, yeah. abolish it over. To, right. uh, Ed Griffin makes that point right. immediately because people are so dependent upon it. But, right. uh, uh, but we keep voting for these people, and we're going to continue to get the same thing. I know so, it. Yeah. No, you're right. It's the truth. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Every choice mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. is going to involve suffering and sacrifice yes. to accomplish it yes the, face that first so they uh the caller uh, mentioned mike mentioned um cell phones here's a clip from the early 1900s here's a little movie and i put this on the facebook page here you go this is in the early 1900s and what you are seeing here is one of the first mobile phones again we had to wait over a hundred years for our versions that we have today. The controllers or the governments of the world wanted to make sure they could listen in first before they made this technology readily available to the public. 
And that is the truth. And there's two ladies with wire around what looks like a fire hydrant, right? And they have a box and there's an ad for this home phone box. And we had cell phones early 1900s and they did wait until they could spy on us through the phones and build all their back doors um, so that we are tethered by the NSA. A lot of resets have happened. A lot of things like that have happened. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You've got 30 seconds. Oh, dang. That's not enough. I know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So um, have you guys heard of Goldbacks? Yes. Hey, I think they're kind of cool. Yeah. Something to check in for people. Goldbacks.com. And then second, in mm-hmm. the state of Utah, Representative mm-hmm. Ken Ivory mm-hmm. is has written a bill called the Electronic Transactional Gold Bill or mm-hmm. Legal Tender Amendment mm-hmm. that basically will say that gold can be used for currency and paying taxes. Right. It basically will pr- protect, I mean, it will protect devaluation. Mm. So okay. you can, so in the state of Utah, if that mm-hmm. passes, we will be able to use gold to transact everything because once we be able to use that shouldn't we be able to use that now so we'll be right back hey dally show hey dally show we'll be right back don't go anywhere is the Kate Daly Show. I actually wouldn't have minded if it was the anthem. It was going to be the anthem for the country. It's a beautiful song, America the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome back to the show. Of course, we cover so many, so many topics on the show. I love it. I love it. Um, welcome back. KateDallyRadio.com. KateDallyRadio.com. You can listen to us on Frank's Speech or watch us on Frank's Speech every night um, on the Roku. Pretty soon we'll be live streaming on Rumble every day on the live show hours. and um, But you can watch us at night um, because it's rebroadcast on TV at on the, on the Roku on Frank's Speech app. Okay? All you have to do is download it. And um, um, also help us out. We need your help to stay on the air. Code word is Kate to all my sponsors, okay? Um, anything about Goldbacks you want to say? I just, uh, you know, the more I look into it, the uh-huh. more I like the idea. Mm-hmm. It's a currency that's not controlled by the government. Right, right. And it, and it does work, and, mm-hmm. it, and it is gold, mm-hmm. and it's in quantities that are easy to use. It's not like... How am I going to divide this piece of eight? Right, <laughs> you right, know? right. It's not like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's it's an interesting concept. We're we're a people that will come up with different things too. I I have no doubt that that there will be things that come along. God has always helped out. God has always provided ways, and um, I think we just need to have a lot more faith in understanding that. Put your faith in him and he'll provide some some different ways to counterbalance what they're going about to do with our, our currency, too. Yep. It is. It's going to be a faith driver. I, I have a feeling that if we don't, that it's on us because there's always a way. There's always, it, OK, I'm going to go to castor oil for a moment okay. because it reminds me of that. OK, 
And there's a scripture that's talking about um, how herbs are for the service of man. I've put all these herbs on the earth. Is it Corinthians? I can't remember. And it's all about the herbs. I'm going to give you all these herbs to help you. I'm not going to give you pharma, sorcery, okay? I'm going to give you herbs to help you. We have come so far from that, and people are now going back to that. People are now understanding that you have to go back to natural medicine now to save yourself. And I'm so grateful for that knowledge. I really am. I'm grateful that we have the people we do explaining the things that we do, that we can do to help ourselves. And we need to get back to um, the herbal remedies, okay? It's so vital. I can't even tell you. It's just so vital. So I want to go, I want to go here. Um, let me, uh, let's see. Um, okay. Hold on just a second here. I'm going to play this. This is Barbara O'Neill. You'll want to look her up. Barbara O'Neill. And this is about, um, castor oil and, and what it does. Here we go. Penetrates deeper than any other oil. <coughs> now to use castor oil, you make a little pack. Now this is not really a a um, poultice, it's more a compress. So you'll notice I've got an old tea towel here. So you can use an old towel or something like that. And I'm going to put the castor oil on. Castor oil is very thick. Mm -hmm. So she's talking about how to use it as a, as a compress, okay? And then um, this. Uh, the castor oil, I've also seen it help people with brain tumours. And what they do is they put it on the area. Remember, it'll penetrate very, very deep, break up lumps, bumps, congestions, adhesions. So if you've got a sore knee and you think, well, do I use the castor oil, do I use the ginger, or do I use the potato? We'll do one one night, one another night, one another night, and just see what the body says. And your body might like them all. <laughs> and that's perfectly fine because they're doing slightly different things. So it's very powerful. It'll break up a bone spur, but it will not break up your bone. Why won't it break up the bone? Because remember Psalm 104 Psalm. verse 14? Yep. God gave herbs for the service of man. They work with the needs of your body. So the castor oil can be a very important part of a program on something like, well, anything that I have just suggested. Now that's already um, soaking okay. So what she was saying was... Um, it, uh, Maxi pads actually can soak up castor oil and you can place it on a part of your body. Kidney stones, tumors, things like this. Uh, one person used a panty liner, put it on the panty liner, put it inside on the breast where there was a lump. And after a few months, the lump disappeared and or shrank. So what she's saying is if you can go back to castor oil, there are many, many, many things you can do with castor oil. And she was talking about putting it on layers of cloth because it absorbs it. Then the heat of the body brings it down layers and layers and layers deep into the body and that it's in the service of man. So it's not going to do something to the bone that needs to stay there, but it will do something to the bone spur that's not supposed to be there. It's that smart. It understands the body service of the body. Okay. And she was talking about it for so many different things. People were using it for tumors. People were using it for all kinds of things and at least five hours a night five hours a night of that compression of castor oil on layers of cloth, right? Don't get it on your clothes. It's hard to get out of your clothes, but you're putting it on the body and the heat of your body pulls that in to your body and it sits against the skin all night long. 
So if you have fibroids, if you have like all these different, these different anomalies pop up in your body and all these different things, they used to use castor oil to get rid of them. But we're not, it's, it's crazy talk. If you talk about that now, why is that? Because we have been so brainwashed into pharma and the doctors are so brainwashed into pharma that we never even think about these things. We do have herbs for the service of man. We do have herbs that were given to us by God. And this is why I played the wireless clip too. We were thinking of these inventions a long time ago. We, they, they were always in control, but they're in control of medicine too. Okay. And so if we realize that when you start to look up Barbara Allen, she's a genius on castor oil. Barb, or sorry, Barbara O'Neill. Barbara O'Neill. Remember that name because that name, it, it start to look at her videos. She describes what she's doing. She shows you what you need to do. She's brilliant at get, getting you this information, but doesn't, and, and there's certain castor oils because there's certain ingredients. One started with an H hexa something you don't want in castor oil. Okay. Um, so look for the very, very natural brands of it, but there, but castor oil can do amazing things for the body. You know, the scriptures are full of, yep. of discussions of nutrition, mm-hmm. herbal medicines. Yes. I, I mean, it's not just like, oh, one or two verses. Yep. It's yep. many, many books hey, go through this. If you want to prepare for what's coming, going these routes and stockpiling these types of things and understanding what they do for the body is where your knowledge needs to be. I, I kid you not. And they're easy to store. Yep. Yeah, I, we just have to understand what they do. We're not accustomed to it. We nope. don't, I mean, you know, someone's going to appear like this and, oh gosh, well, that's just nuts. That can't work because it has to be pharma. That's not true at all. But they're, true. The, they're the reason we survived yes. centuries ago. Yes, before pharma. Yeah. This stuff actually does work. And that's why we need to go back to it. Barbara O'Neill, Castor Oil, watch some of her yep. videos. I challenge you, that's your homework. All right. Be faithful. Be fearless. See you back here tomorrow with Melissa and Susan. Uh, Great guests all this week and next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. See you back here, everybody.